0: Welcome to The Not Old Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and this is episode number 522. Today's show is brought to you by Relief Factor. Join us on today's show for a -a once-in-a-lifetime interview with fashion icon and author Norma Kamali. Norma Kamali is considered one of America's original and most unique fashion designers. Norma Kamali created innovative and influential garments during the 1970s, 1980s, and even today, setting the standard for all the biggest names in high fashion at 75 Norma Kamali looks and acts half her age as a matter of fact Norma Kamali says that the traditional language for anti-aging carries the negative stigma of having to meet someone else's expectations for how you should mature on the surface I love that The secret, according to Norma Kamali, in her excellent new book, I Am Invincible, is that she writes about aging in this process of learning how to age with power, embracing a healthy lifestyle and looking forward to every milestone and the changes they bring with the realization that reaching one's potential has no date. With wisdom and wit, Norma Kamali imparts her lessons on authentic beauty, timeless style, career building, fitness, and health through personal stories, worldly insight, and actionable advice designed to help women and men of every age create their happiest, healthiest, most successful, and fulfilling lives. You are going to love this interview, so don't miss it. It's an incredible chance to learn from a legend. Please join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show via internet phone, author, fashion icon, Norma Kamali. Norma Kamali, welcome to the program.
1: I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Oh, I'm so happy to talk to you. What an inspirational person you are! This is going to be just an exciting interview. I'm excited about it. I know my audience is just going to love this. So let's just jump right in. I'm 64. You are 75, and you just you you're, you exude this happiness. You, I know, I have heard you say this in other interviews. You're very happy, and you have no interest really in being younger. In your new book, uh, I am Invincible. I've got a copy of it right here. I, I love it. It is excellent. Um, you, you really talk about aging with power, which is, I think, this wonderful idea. So tell us, you know, what makes you feel more powerful today than you might have a decade ago?
1: Well, uh, first of all, just, and in, in you said, I'm happy every day. Well, I'm not happy every day, but I'm optimistic every day. This is a little different because, you know, we, we wish for happy every day. Um, and I think, the the idea of aging with power really is that looking back is not necessarily um, optimistic, right? It's not positive. It's not optimistic. So if you ask me what's different today than 10 years ago, well, 10 years ago, I met my soulmate. And for the first time in my life, I've had a partner for 10 years. And that's, that's an extraordinary um, experience, especially for somebody at sixty-five when you think you're supposed to have that at thirty. And so, for a lot of people, that would be a great deal of disappointment, a sad life, no partner. Well, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really look at it that way. I actually thought, well, maybe other people have soulmates. I have other things that they don't have. Maybe that's that's the trade-off. And the, the lesson there basically is that there is no chronological milestone that people are supposed to achieve at certain ages. We are all complete individuals with a complexity of childhood experiences, genetic impact and sort of our own um astrological combination makeup too if you put it all together this is a very complex human being each of us are and we have absolute significant timelines for our time on the planet in this lifetime
0: that's great thank you for that let me ask you a question about your professional career because you really have you've done so much and you're still very active professionally. You've reinvented yourself throughout your career and that that takes that takes some courage. It takes some creativity which you of course have and and is on display so well. But tell us where does the courage come to reinvent yourself throughout these various life stages?
1: Well, you know, I I absolutely feel it takes more courage not to reinvent yourself because by reinventing yourself, you're getting yourself out of trouble basically because you only reinvent yourself because things are not, are not going to be good if they stay the same and you better move on. Um, Or you better walk away and, and come up with something else. And if you stay in a situation that has played out its time or uh, its relevance, you you really need a lot of courage to deal with the disappointment that will be coming your way. So I'm just scared. So I keep moving forward and coming up with new stuff because I don't know that I have the courage to deal with all of the the angst that staying in the same place, doing the same thing uh, will offer in, over time. <laughs>
0: Well, I mentioned the book, I Am Invincible. It's really, it's getting great reviews. I showed a picture of the cover here uh, with you. Thank you very much for sending it. Right. I've really enjoyed it. I got my wife one of the I Am Invincible Dorma Kamali sh- t-shirts. So <laughs> we, we are we, we are there. We are absolutely there. Thank you. And among, yeah, well, of course, thank you. Uh, you know, among the quotes that I just love so much is the quote that you say, you say, being flexible is critical for both the body and the mind. And when you're flexible. You're able to adjust to new challenges. Mm-hmm. So it kind of touches on this idea of courage. When you're inflexible, you break.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe, maybe share with us a couple of the periods in your life where, you know, inflexibility has, you know, has led to being broken.
1: Well, you know, I, I literally have to, to say that I, I have always gotten out in the nick of time. Before before the break actually happens, but um, I think that there are many significant turning points in my life, and um, I always say that thirty, the age thirty is is the first Saturn return in your life, and it's also the first real uh, grown up karmic event that you're going to learn from it it, uh, comes comes to you and mine was literally um getting divorced after being married 10 years um and if you're you've done a little math you can see how ridiculous i was getting married at 19 and if you look at That in itself at 30, that's a a big deal. And 10 years worth of a marriage is a complicated situation. There's a lot that goes on in 10 years. But if you add a business to that as well, um, it makes it even more complicated. And at the time, men were better than women in business. Now, Everybody is an individual and some are good in business and some aren't, but it is a gender identified uh, skill. And so, therefore, I did not manage the money, but my husband did. And when he felt that he might be losing me because people were um, starting to recognize that I might have talent or whatever his fears were, he started behaving badly, not only dating the sales girls, but also managing the money and spending it foolishly. And so I and and giving me as little as possible so that I wouldn't have any independence. So I had $98, and that was a big, big now. Where was I going to go? What was I going to do with ninety-eight dollars? I was already living in an apartment with a mattress, no shades, no curtains, so I was pretty much, you know, on on fumes. I was I was surviving on fumes. I was on empty, and to leave that situation to go to nothing was not better, but I had to. I had to. Otherwise, I would have broken completely. Um, So then another time where I found that, and I also think is another turning point, not just for me, but um, especially men and women. But at 50, 50 is critical in... Everyone understanding, and I'm sure you know this and in, in, in your experience, everyone understanding that all of the things that we were supposed to do, all those milestones of things we were supposed to graduate from school, get married, have kids, da, 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 all those things. Some of us did them. Some of us didn't. But at 50, there's no more rules. There's no more timelines that you have to follow. And so now, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? And very often in your late 40s, uh, people get aged out of jobs because they, in their 40s, they reach a plateau, they monetize their skills. And then all of a sudden, they're aged out of the job because they're now too expensive. And so they're jobless. And lots of people get aged out of marriages. So both of those things could happen and your kids can be off at college and you're like, what the hell is happening here? And having an optimistic attitude, like a a snake shedding its skin, where you're just taking off that life, just removing it, not, not discarding it or ignoring that it happened, but taking it off. And with a fresh approach, looking at all the things that you enjoy, not looking at the negatives, just looking at all the things you enjoy, and then deciding which of those you're going to make happen in some way. In some way, it could be as simple as starting with making beautiful flower pots on your windows for people to pass by and get joy out of that may grow into being a florist or being a flower designer for weddings or it it could, could go anywhere. It could be as simple as that or it could be deciding that your chemistry background that you never did anything with could go into medicine. Maybe you'll go to medical school or do, I mean, you can do whatever you want. This is it. And you have the rest of your life to look at because whatever you decide and how you decide to move forward from 50 really will define the quality of your life forward. And if you decide to become invisible and not do anything, that's not necessarily the best use of this lifetime. So if you don't have a purpose already, You better start to get one. And a good way to do it is get a journal and start writing about all the things you love in life and why you think you are here in this lifetime. And just keep writing, asking yourself questions, answering the questions writing them out, just like a notebook, like a, a, a question-answer notebook. And by the time you get to the end of the book, you will know your purpose because you will hear yourself repeat certain things that are meaningful for you. And when you know your purpose, you have a focus, you have a direction you have answers to questions when they're asked to you for you. And you will make the right decisions that way, rather than sort of meandering and flying all over the place, lost in in just, what do I do next?
0: We'll be right back with fashion icon, Norma Kamali. And you'll hear Norma talk about men and women's grooming, what Norma refers to as power dressing and fashion and advice and tips for those in the not a better show audience don't miss it and stay tuned you know many of you know this about me i am a maniac about getting my exercise even during covid all those years of hard exercise have been great for my health but i have to admit at my age i regularly get sore and i have to deal with the everyday aches and pains that comes from all of that great exercise That's why I'm excited today to be able to introduce you to the 100% drug-free Relief Factor, the Everyday Pain Reliever. I have been taking Relief Factor every day now for the past few weeks, and let me tell you, it's made a big difference in how I feel. With Relief Factor, I'm experiencing fewer backaches, and since I don't have as much pain, I'm starting to notice that I have more flexibility and energy for exercise. I was skeptical at first but I am a believer now. The Relief Factor secret is its four key ingredients. Each one works on a different metabolic pathway to help your body heal the inflammation that causes many everyday pains. If you have everyday aches and pains too, just like me, remember Relief Factor is 100% drug free and designed to be taken every single day so that you can get out and stay out of pain. To make it as easy as possible for you to try Relief Factor, the father, son, founders, Seth and Pete Talbot, created the three-week quick start and discounted it to just 1995 dollars 95 So, here's your offer. Do what I did. Go to relieffactor.com better. All this is going to be in the show notes, but go to relieffactor.com better and order a three-week quick start for yourself. You'll be glad you did. Again, to claim your three-week quick start for 1995, go to relieffactor.com/better. And now back with our interview with fashion icon author Norma Kamali. Norma Kamali's new book is entitled "I Am Invincible," and you'll quickly hear why. Enjoy. Wonderful advice, thank you, Norma Kamali. I really appreciate it. Well. I want to ask you a little bit about exercise. I wonder if you've been to the gym today because exercise is so important. I live for it every day. Like well, <laughs> so you look
1: at what, Yeah, you look uh, like you do. Healthy I, people, I love it. I, exercise. So, you know, I I am curious like you. People who interview people are just curious.
0: Yeah, and I love to talk to And I
1: love asking questions and I love mm-hmm. learning from people. And I interviewed several scientists who were experts on training, on aging, and also doctors who um, specialize in aging and hormone changes in women, all of that. And the three pillars of a healthy lifestyle are sleep diet exercise, which you know I repeat throughout the book until you have it memorized. (laughs) Right. And I say that Sleep is 50% of the pie until until you're at 50, then exercise is equal with and, and sleep is equal with diet and exercise. So there's an equal division of, of the three. And exercise becomes much more important as you get older, it starts to dominate the pie as you get older. And the reason being, if you are flexible in body and you're strong in your legs, you will be protecting your bones. You'll be doing the things that your body needs to feel anchored and strong. And when you physically feel strong, there's a power to that, that it is really important as you age. Because you're more vulnerable, your immune system can be challenged. You need to do everything obviously to to fight against that. But a strong body also means that it took some effort to get that strong body. And when you achieve these milestones with with that um, training and that follow-up and the daily commitment to it, your mind is also being informed that you're able to move forward, to get stronger, to build. And so it helps your mind, it helps your body, it helps your initiative to do new things. So exercising, doing a new exercise is a new thing and getting better at it is a new thing. And so it's critical and everybody should never miss a day what even if it turns out to be 10 minutes that you know you you're exhausted you can't do it then you just didn't have a chance just stop for 10 minutes and do some stretches or do you know a couple of downward dog or whatever it is that you can go reach out to to just give your body and mind that opportunity to kind of get that energy get the blood flowing Especially during Zoom time, where <laughs> Zoom Butt has entered my life, and now I'm having to work out twice as much right. as I did before, because sitting is, is like sitting is like smoking a pack of cigarettes. It is deadly. And so getting up off our butts is really a, an important thing to do.
0: Yeah, I just have to start my day that way. So downward dogs, a little yoga, a little walking, getting outside. That's just it's just so helpful. It helps the, right. the mind and body and I, and I I really am a believer. I talk about it a lot here, but I also talk about men and women's grooming. And you're you're very well known for this idea of not siloing and 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 you know, specifically when it comes to consumer culture and and products. And so I wonder, you know, you you, you have this great chapter in the book. Again, the book is titled I Am Invincible. And the and the title of this chapter is called Power Dressing and Remember to Wear a Smile. It diffuses fear. And so I I just can imagine that that applies to men and women. And I imagine that some of your customers buy from the same normal life collection. Yeah. Why Why is it that some of these products, you know, why why can't we, you know, use the same products together? Absolutely. Men and
1: women. You know, I, I am a big believer in this democratic inclusive concept of life for for everyone. And um, for example, um, I do a, a, a photo session four times a year showing my collection and I have models that are from a group of, Models that I use all the time that are very energetic and they have the spirit of my collection and um, and they're great. And they they connect very well to my demographic, which the biggest part of my demographic, believe it or not, at 75 is 25 to 44 and then up to 55. But that, believe it or not, is is the core and I always say, "Well, I wear my clothes, and I don't look like these girls." So I got um, a fifty-five Kundalini, fifty-five year old Kundalini instructor who's gorgeous with silvery long gray hair. And so after we did the photo shoot with the girls, then I had her as a part of it, and. I just um, restyled the clothes. I just curated it in a different way. Same collection for her. And she looked amazing. Exactly the same clothes. And then a week later, I had three guys bring in their accessories, their favorite accessories. And they were able to go through the very same racks, same racks of clothes, same clothes, and put together whatever styles they wanted to mix together. And we did a photo shoot with them. And not only is my skin line as open and democratic, and I use models of all colors, and uh, and it's just not not just skin color, but personality, ethnic background, age, gender. All of that is one big blur and that clothes are clothes and it's who's wearing them, how they're wearing them. And that is actually the way the 70s used to be. The 70s were that way. My, I always made women's clothes. But in the 70s, 50% of my clientele were women and 50 were men. And I had no, I, I it wasn't a decision. It wasn't a sign I put up. It's just it just happened. And then because um, of a number of things that happened, including AIDS, where everybody started to get fearful about expression, there was a, a real quieting down. But now there are very few of us that really remember AIDS intimately and in w- where all of our friends, our close friends were uh, affected by it. But now the memory is very faint and so this is prime time for us to pick up where we are were before when dressing was really about self-expression and so this gender fluid democratic inclusive concept is not only in skincare but it's the simplicity of it so my skin line there's four pieces to it there's a cleanser, exfoliant, a moisturizer, and what I am what I have on now too, which is uh, a moisturizer that develops like a tanner, but it has um, natural like caramel and fermented sugar beet to create the tone. And each day it gets a little warmer and then it'll start to fade and I put more on, but I can sweat, I can make love, I can not put anything on my face or I could put mascara on and I don't have to wear makeup and men and women can use this on their face and body and any skin color, even dark skin. Just what happens is it evens out skin tone. You know how we all have different shades on our face. So if you have darker skin and you put it on, it just evens your skin tone out. So somebody like you, fair, you can just do it as if the skin the sun just kissed your face and, and it'll, and you'll just be fresh and, but it's face and body. It's affordable. All the ingredients are timeless and gorgeous ingredients. It was, we're up to the EU standards, which are the highest standards in, in products. And again, it doesn't separate out anybody. Everybody's included.
0: Well, Norma Kamala, we we so appreciate your time. I just really have one final question for you. We talked a little bit about your own reinvention. Many in my audience are thinking about their second acts. I'm kind of on my second act. I do love to interview people. I'm, I'm a curious person, and I think, you know, I think there are a lot of us out there that are thinking maybe about these some of these next steps. But society really looks pretty harshly. At, um, at aging and this job market for those people who are wanting to kind of re-enter it or maybe go back out and uh, and and jump in and they're, they're a bit afraid a little fearful that they don't they don't have it anymore. so I wonder if we could you know maybe just wrap up the interview with some tips. Uh, about from you about being invincible and aging powerfully, you know how to age well. You you say you know we've we've got to fake it till we make it. So maybe as we age a little bit, we've got to, we've got to pretend a little bit and just understand our power. But maybe this idea of self doubt is something that that you want to talk a little bit about too. Well,
1: I I think the most important thing for reinvention is to look at what you know, right and There is a huge population of people who are in our age group. Mm -hmm. The the baby boomers are still a huge population. And nobody understands your own age group better than you do, right? You're living it. You're an example of it. There's no reason for you to try to appeal to millennials or to Gen Z, why, why bother? And they may not get you either, and you don't get them. But you do You do get what it's like to be you living in this time. What are the things you would love to have that, that aren't available right now? What would make your life really easy and wonderful at this time? Whatever that answer is for you, probably is also for a lot of other people in your age group. Mm-hmm. So you don't you don't have to think about the big global idea of aging. Just stay in your community, stay in the in the world that you know and you're an expert in and find out some dig up some solutions for people in our age group. What would we love mm-hmm. that we don't have because the generations before us weren't ready to provide that. They were still in survival mode in their own worlds. They, they really created the platform we're on now. So why not just take a look around, sit down and think if I only had and figure out how to get it made or how to provide that service or how to ma- create a platform for people like you to tell their story of, of and but what you're doing, telling their stories to share, to get more ideas on how to age with power. I say do it.
0: Do it, yep.
1: And 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 final thing is, don't just have one idea, have a lot of ideas and try to make them work. Some of them are gonna not work right away, But the experience you had in trying to make it not work taught you something about the next thing you're going to try to make work. And soon enough, one of them is going to work. But don't stop trying because the trying part of it is an extremely helpful way to jumpstart this new part of your life. So and don't be afraid of failure. You you need you need it. You need it to inspire you to get to the next thing. It should not make you sad. It just should get you fired up to say, that's not going to happen to me again. And then you move on. All right. Enough (laughs) said. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's see
0: what comes. Yes, I will. We will. We definitely will see what comes from this. And I'm fired up right now myself. And Norma Kamali, what what an inspiration has been to talk to you. Thanks again for your time. Thank you. Yeah, the book is fantastic. I am invincible. So we'll put links up to where you can find out more information about Norma Kamali and her book. But Norma. Have a great day. Thank you.
1: Thank you all. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: My thanks to Norma Kamali for her generous time and for sharing her new book, I Am Invincible. My thanks as well to sponsor Relief Factor. Please check out Relief Factor and support the Not Old Better Show sponsors. My thanks as always to you, my wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Please be safe, be well, practice smart social distancing. And I hope you're listening today while you're waiting in line for the vaccine. Remember, let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody.